0: Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is DMC, and a place to be the greatest MC in history. And the only place for me to ever be is right here with Spawn on Me. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 213, 213. Uh, I don't even know what area code that is. I oh, think that's you LA. Shout out. to what's shout
1: up with 213? Three. Three. Yeah.
0: Shout out shout out to the LA area. Uh, yeah, that's, you know. yeah,
1: that's that's Long Beach, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh so yo, uh I am the one and only Mr. Cicero Holmes aka Stubby Stan aka the Bruce Wayne of Recargo aka the great subnosticator, a.k.a. Caesar, a.k.a. the Baron himself, the Baron of Bourbon. And I am joined this week and every week with my brolic brother from another mother. He is the one who makes those fros look good. He makes Milwaukee stand up. He makes the Tutorers stand up. He makes them kids smart. Is our children's learning? Yes, they is from the one and only Mr. Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. What up, sir? I believe
1: the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. That's how I start all my tutoring sessions, you know. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Because I I, got to put some blackness, you know what I'm saying, at the beginning before I destroy somebody with the math and physics you know I, I, Word I up gotta I, I start them just... off easy um okay what's up? that about? was easy yeah you know I, I gotta start them <laughs> off easy you know what I'm saying and, and and then I gotta and then I gotta put put that hammer on them um what's up C? how you doing man very glad that it's uh just us two for a second week um, yeah it is. Ka it is and Tanya are both wrapping up their um right. gdc visits and um i've been following what they've been what th- they they they've been doing there and it's been great work um yeah. kyle post the blacks and gaming panel the mm-hmm. microsoft sponsored one where he interviewed uh friends of the show simply andrea um yes. and uh and i believe i think kishana gray as well hey. kishana um, that's right you know and um, Tanya gave a uh, micro talk on uh, diversity yes. in games as well. So I was following some of like her work. And of course, the whole week they've, they've been posting all these pics of them hobnobbing right. with a uh, gaming royalty out there with the devs right. and stuff. Um, while um, I've just been taking selfies with, with the math books and equations. So, hey, hey. you know, I, you, you, I, I don't know which one wins math.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You You got the math. Uh so so yeah, shout out to the West Side. Yeah. Uh they they're out there in uh in the Bay Areas uh and uh what a what a momentous week this has been so far. Uh these these cats have been out. Uh our Duchess of Diversity is out there hobnobbing and making it happen. Uh the great captain was uh he started the week out on uh what is it, Games Daily Live a yep. kinda of funny? Yep. Games Daily with with uh, the one and only Game Over Greg Greg Miller and uh did a phenomenal job. A bearded uh, Greg. Miller. A bearded Greg Miller. Yeah, he's he's rocking the beard now and uh yeah, got got a great reception from uh from everyone around. So, uh real super 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 duper proud of mm-hmm. of the cap and uh you guys can check that out on YouTube. I think youtube.com slash kind of funny.
1: Yep, yep, and, slash uh, uh, yeah. k- kind of funny vids, I believe, is is, yeah. is, is, what, is what they use as their name. Yeah, I was in the chat while he was on, um, definitely okay. expecting some more toxicity, and it was a good chat, I must say. Um, they've definitely, you know, it was like in, I think it was in follower-only mode. Um, right. And it was, you know, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I was very very impressed that there wasn't, a lot of the normal kind of, who's this black guy? Uh, blah blah blah. Right. There was a little bit of that, but but like it was yeah, overwhelmingly but... positive. So I was really really happy yeah. with that. Um, and yeah. also, um, Kyle was like also on a what's good games. Um, That's right. Because um, I know that. Um, Andre Rene, uh, who's one of the co-hosts there, was like uh, shading Ka for only mentioning his kind of funny appearance and not his What's Good Games um, Mm. (laughs) appearance. Yeah, give it to him. Uh, Yeah, and I think that's only available to Patreon subscribers. If you go to patreon.com What's Good Games, um, then you'll be able to um, access that video. And you should be anyway, because it's a gaming show, you know, that's uh, all women. um, And it's uh, really good, so. Um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah man because out there
0: he's out there he is he is out there he is out there what else is out there was uh uh my undying appreciation and love for all Chicagoans um yeah so as as we talked about last week I celebrated my birthday <laughs> and uh and and you know the the love from Chicago was felt it was dope thank you very much for uh for all the love uh and I had a great time so um yeah and uh I I can remember it. I as I was telling as I was telling Reef before we started, um, the night ended with me with chicken McNuggets in my giant sofa reclining couch. Um, I fell asleep and the next thing I knew it was nine o'clock in the morning. Um so now yeah, it now, was a good night.
1: now this is an important question. What what, what 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 kind of sauce are we rocking with the Nuggets, man? Uh
0: I am a Sweet and sour, honey mustard type of dude. Oh, uh,
1: okay. That's that's, that's acceptable. It's, it's it's not optimal, but it's acceptable. Oh, really? There's only one really? sauce what? you should ever get with your What is that? Nuggets. Tangy barbecue.
0: That's it. Tangy
1: barbecue. Tangy barbecue, but man. But the
0: thing is, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can get tangy barbecue with chicken at any time like whenever i whenever i want to go and get some chicken if i get some non-mcdonald's chicken some non i'm drunk as hell chicken nuggets or chicken in general i can go and get myself some sweet baby rays or any kind of tangy tangy barbecue can i usually get hot sauce when
1: i get other chicken but i yeah i feel you
0: but that sweet and sour uh, you know, honey mustard you can get now anywhere too, but yeah. that sweet and sour you can't, you know, you can't really get that. I
1: mean, the sweet and sour is good. Um, yeah. I actually, I I uh, stopped by McDonald's the other day when I was coming home from um, teaching my uh, class, and I just wanted like, you know, it was like 9 o'clock at night. I just wanted right. nuggets. That's it. And right. and like the uh, lady said, hey, we're about to throw away these fries. So she gave me fries free. And she gave me some of that, like uh, that uh, McDonald's Szechuan sauce that yeah, yeah like, the Szechuan Rick and Morty sauce. fans were going yes. crazy over. Um, yes. I don't watch Rick and Morty, so I have no idea what these what that whole thing was. Um, right. Szechuan sauce very overrated, not really that mm. good. I mean, it's 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 Szechuan sauce. You know, Whoa. it's just like any Szechuan sauce you would have or soy sauce you know it's just not really riot riot worthy
0: send send all your spicy talk to at sharif jackson about szechuan shade i'm just saying
1: i'm just saying if you're gonna riot at a mcdonald's it better be for some good shit you know you know, I would riot for an Arch Deluxe. Bring back the Arch Deluxe. Oh, wow.
0: Damn wow. So, uh, the, the McDLTs? I want oh.
1: like, I an mean, Arch Deluxe it made me feel like a king. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, Yo. I remember when, Um, and I don't know if they still have that, like, I don't, I don't even remember where this was in Manhattan, but I remember when I was younger, my dad took me to this McDonald's. I think it was around the World Trade Center area that was, like, it was like waiters would bring you the food.
0: Oh, yeah. It was, it was yeah. like a
1: glass McDonald. It was like all glass, kind of like an Apple store. And you went in and you sat at like a table. Your waiters would like bring you your meal as if it was like a fancy ass restaurant. And like uh, that, that was like when like the Arch Deluxe came out. I was like, yo, br- right. bring me my Arch Deluxe. Arch, Arch, Arch like Deluxe with white like linen service.
0: Poupon. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you wild. You were <laughs> Um <laughs> And and uh, last week, you and I were wilding in last week's show. Uh, so uh, thanks, everybody, for checking it out. If you haven't, go ahead and check it out. It's, it's a really dope show. We talk about a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. And in this show, we're going to talk about some more great things. Um, the first great thing that we're going to talk about is what we're playing. And right now, I think me and Reef are both playing the same thing. Reef. What are you playing?
1: Well, you know, um, I went to the port of Bracago. You know you what i um, Right. I usually stay away from the ports. Um, right. After watching The Wire season two and several right. other movies. You, like there's usually yeah. bad things that happen at ports of cities. <laughs> um, but, you know, I had, mm-hmm. the, the the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to sail off. Into the Cheddar Bay?
0: You're sailing off into the Cheddar Bay? Yes,
1: I had to sail off into the Cheddar Bay. You know, and uh, join my Thief and Pirate show. Been been I've been rocking Sea of Thieves. Um, you know, like this game Yar. has been talked about for I think, a couple of years at this point. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I've always been a fan of Rare. Um, and, you know, seeing it develop throughout the years and participating in the alphas and the betas over the past year. This game for me has delivered on my expectations in a big way um now i say it delivered on my expectations because i was not expecting some like deep you know deep (laughs) single player story where i was going to go over my feelings of being a pirate you know i wasn't expecting like assassin's creed 4 you know right i was just expecting a fun co-op game where you could do dumb shit um, solve some riddles, uh, jack some people for some loot, get your loot jacked, you know, and get drunk. Right. And the game right. delivers on that in spades. Um, you know, I I uh, was fortunate enough to um, play both with um Amoebic who is Amanda, one of the co-hosts from uh, Gamers with Jobs, um, yeah, nice. and with uh, Danny, uh, one of the co hosts well, well, the the co-founder of a uh, Gamertag. Uh, right. radio, and in both games, I just had a blast. I mean, like we, right. we like the riddles that they give you to solve to find chests and stuff are really, really inventive, and it really felt kind of like a Zelda game where you're kind of like, just, just like you know, le- like you think about it for like a couple minutes, and then once you get, once you think that you're getting to that frustration point, that's when like the aha moment comes. And it's great. Right. You know, so um, I've really enjoyed, like, the puzzle puzzle part of it. Um, you know, I mean, the combat is okay, you know, and I mean, uh, I haven't leveled yeah. up enough to really delve into some of, like, the more advanced like, uh, weaponry and stuff, so i pretty much only used like, your starting weapons, which is like, mm-hmm. a basic pistol and a sword. Um, but uh, But, like, that's been good enough for me to fend off skeletons and uh, fend off other pirates as well so i've i've been having a great time um w- with this game i've uh, only played for maybe i don't know maybe 4 or 5 hours of the game um but it's been a very very enjoyable 4 or 5 hours so... And did, are you in slow motion? Like what just happened? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: so, stubby stand, I be sail the high seas with me. Yar. Oh um. So. Uh. Yeah. So I got to play. Um. I also have been playing Sea of Thieves. Is the game fun? Yes, it is fun. Um. If you're, you know, look, if you just want to have, the 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 thing is, if you want to go and. Play at being a pirate with three of your friends, and just fuck around. The game is incredibly fun. Um, if you're looking for some narrative adventure where you're going to feel um, uh, emotionally tossed uh, in, in some in some meaningful way, then that's not you're not going to find that in Sea of Thieves. You, you, but, but, uh, you know, what you will find is, is fun, color, uh, amazing graphics, uh, yeah. in terms of, in terms of the, the water is the prettiest I've ever seen. Oh yes. Uh, uh, it's, it's the, the prettiest. And then, and then on top of that, like if you're watching the sunrise or the sunset, yep. uh, it's just, uh, it's breathtaking. Um, and and then, you know, when you're flying, when you're when you're uh, sailing through the storms, it is it is ridiculous how uh, just how immersive the game can become in, in those moments. Um, this game for me is going to forever be linked. Well, oh, first off, first off, the, the one thing that I want I want to say is. You you were saying that you were playing with, with Danny, uh shout out to Godfrey and shout out to Game Attack Radio. Uh do you know what platform he was playing on?
1: Yeah, he was playing on Xbox. I was on PC. Right. And it's it was it seamless? Uh what, when we got connected, yes. Um, okay. it was a little finicky to get in there, right. but but there had right. been some obviously server issues uh right. with demand. But once once I got in, it was absolutely seamless. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah and that's that's the thing that's been really exciting for me is it it doesn't matter what platform the person your 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 uh your fellow scallywags be playing on <laughs> uh because because the the it, it is absolutely seamless um and and that that in, an, in and of itself is is a really really great feat uh there are no floating octopi, Black Kevin, but me hair tales <laughs> Yeah. of the Kraken. Yeah, Arr.
1: man. And, and yeah. you know, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the water, as you said. It's not just right. the look of the water. It's like if you've ever been on a boat, you know, like when you're right. out in the water, you can feel the water. Putting pressure on your boat as you're going yes, up and down, yes, and like that's really yes. you know what leads to you know motion sickness and that kind of stuff. In this right. game, I swear, if you have motion sickness, this game might get you. It, it might because it this really game, might. when you're out on there, you're like moving left and right, up and down, and we are in a storm. It's even crazier, you know. Um, and I've had times where you know I had to learn quickly that you have to look for holes in your boat and patch them up. Um, yes. because in my first game, as you might've seen as a clip that <laughs> yeah. I shared out, I was not aware of this and my boat just started sinking and I had no idea why, and I was just floating out there by myself. Um, because you know, the, the game, and this is obviously intentional, really does not have much of a tutorial at all. I mean, they tell you right. some really basic things. Right. but they don't tell you that you have to patch up holes they don't tell you that, they don't tell you that there's a bucket that you can scoop out water um right. out of your boat as it's sinking like there's a lot of things that you kind of have to pick up either by like reading a guide or by playing co-op i mean that's what's been so cool right. is that amanda right. and danny we taught each other so much about the game and i think that that's that's what they wanted it's like a similar feeling to in destiny when you're doing a raid with like a new group and like, you're both kind of saying, well, like I did it this way. I did it that way. I didn't know about that, you know? So I think that as long as you join in with a good group of like either friends or like randoms, um, it's really, really cool. Um, playing solo, I think is also cool, but you kind of have to read a guide at that point because there's some basic things about like how to get quests, how to start quests, who to trade stuff into, and, and, like, fixing up holes and, like, no, knowing, like, how to adjust the angle of your sail to catch the wind. Like, all that kind of stuff that, like, you know, they don't really go over in detail with you, uh, but can help you significantly enjoy the game.
0: Yeah, uh, let me teach you a thing or two about sailing the seas, Captain Jackson. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, first thing, so you were talking about how you, you only have... Uh, you only have the two weapons so you have a cutlass mm-hmm. a cutlass is your sword and you have a flintlock pistol uh, as the default uh weapons but you have an armory and there are three uh firearms that are at your disposal immediately Yes
1: yeah, like a sniper and, rifle
0: right Right so you have a you have a sniper rifle you have a blunderbuss which is like a, a shotgun and then you have this flintlock pis- pistol uh, along with your cutlass and you can interchange you can only use two weapons at a time but you can interchange any of those weapons uh you know at at your leisure um but you have to first go to the armory and do stuff now you can get new weapons but I, I think this is actually a pretty smart thing is the weapons don't increase in damage or abilities they're just all all of the changes that are available are cosmetic so there's nothing that you'll do to your system or to your to your uh, game or in your gameplay that will give you any kind of advantage of someone, you know, of, of another player, a newer player. Right. Um, so you can just, you know, when you earn gold, you're earning gold to buy newer, prettier things for your, you know, for your character or for your ship. Uh, and that's it. So so everyone's on on an even playing field. Um, the other thing that I that I really want to say, and I think this is a really a super, super important uh, point to make, is that this game will forever be linked to Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass yeah. or the, the Game Pass. Um, and and I think that it's the optimal way to own this game is via Game Pass. Um because I've seen a lot of think pieces over the last few days about this game and how it's incomplete and it's only 10% of the game and you know all of this other jazz you know where these people were and and liking in liking in it to No Man's Sky and and you know and and the 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 sparseness and and the the lack of depth uh, that was in that game, and saying that this game is is similar in that way, where there's not a lot of depth to it. Um, you know, I can understand the arguments. I can understand people saying that this game, you know, there there are three different uh, quest givers, uh, and you can you can definitely just kind of sail around willy nilly and go on to islands and find different things. And there are there are skeletons where. They're basically like raid islands where you can get like really great loot or yeah. really great treasure chest. Um, but it's going to be difficult to uh, get there. And you'll probably need to team up with another another four person ship or maybe even a couple of four person ships to actually get onto the island and succeed. Um, so that stuff is there. And a lot of people will have been able to do a lot of that stuff very, very quickly. Um But the reason that Game Pass is important and the reason that Game Pass is important with this game is this game is a service. This is a game that you can see from the moment you step on your ship is a game that will grow and and will will become uh, more than the sum of its parts over time. And this game. A, you know, six months from now will be dramatically different from from the game that we have today. And uh, the thing that's great about it is this game is this game is a service game Pass is a service. And while I can understand someone being legitimately disappointed by the fact that they spent 60 bucks on what they thought was a full game in, in quotes, a full game. Uh, that may grow over time, the the value proposition that Microsoft has created with the game pass of of ten dollars a month. um, As this game continues to grow, you can jump in and uh, jump in and out of this game and see the progress that's being made and not really feel like, oh, man, I wasted you know, I wasted sixty bucks, and you know now I'm on to to other games and other things or what have you. Um, I think your tweet, uh, initially the, the the launch day made the most sense. It was probably the most uh poignant. Uh, was the fact that you you ordered Game Pass and you plan to keep it for six months, um, the same price as a full as uh, see if these had you paid for it today and in that six months, who knows what will be yeah. available on Game Pass, who knows what you'll discover that is on Game Pass that you, you know, maybe there there are some games on there that you missed or are games that you did, that you liked and in, in, on previous generations that you wanna revisit. Um, there are so many things that could happen in the ensuing six months that may make keeping Game Pass above and beyond the six months that you intended very a very very real possibility um i i mean i i game pass is a brilliant move and i think that this game is the perfect game to kind of launch the system out into the world in a in a very real
1: way yeah and like not only is the 6 months thing but it's a 2 week free trial right, right? absolutely so absolutely you know i got you know i was debating if i wanted to spend 60 bucks on the game because while i enjoyed the time in the alpha in the beta, it takes a lot for me to get a new $60 game. I usually kind of wait it out a bit because games go on sale so fast, and plus I have this huge backlog from 2017 I'm still right. trying to catch up with. but like right. I was like, look, I have a two-week trial. If I absolutely hate the game, I'll just cancel it. If I like it, I keep it for six months. It's the same amount. It's like financing the game without interest. Absolutely. Basically. And that also... Um, because I'm playing on the Windows side, that also gets me access to Gears for Halo Wars, right. Halo Wars Two, right. Recore, Super Lucky Tail, right. uh, Riptide, GP, yeah. and Zoo Tycoon. So, like, those are like the eight games, right. and like CFD is obviously available on Game Pass for Windows on day one. Right. And of course, as they add, you know, any other first party Crack, games the, those are also good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are right also going to be there so it's like right as long as i get two games a year that's 120 bucks right. but i'm paying 10 bucks right. a year i don't got to take these big bumps in like paying for a 60 dollar game and so far right. the frequency that, that these games have like come out has been enough for me and then I, obviously as i said on a, a previous show i might if i come up on a deal for an xbox one I might be tempted to get it because then I'll have access to that entire hundred games that's like on like game pass. Um, you know, like like a resident evil and the like wrestling games, two K and Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Metro dark siders. I mean, there's like a lot of games if you have the actual console. So yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, man, I I was like, this is a really, really cool rollout. Um, And I'm, I'm just like, yo, just sign up for the trial and just give the game a shot, you know? Yeah. Because um, yeah. like, even if you think that there's not a lot of content, if you play the game and do all the content in, like, two weeks and then cancel, great. You know, mm-hmm. you still had a positive time and you didn't have to waste any money, you know?
0: Right. And, you know, uh, so, I I mean, the thing... The thing about it is, I think that Microsoft has really created a a great ecosystem. You can go out and buy a an Xbox One console today, um, and for I think two an additional two hundred bucks, basically between Xbox Live for the year, Game Pass for the year, and EA uh, EA Access for the year, never have to buy a game, yeah. and have literally hundreds of games available to you uh and and, you know and you and you're perfectly fine and you're perfectly fine and and you know and then if there are uh some other games that you want you can go out and you can purchase those games but the fact that you're uh paying for these services you know ea access at 30 bucks for the year uh xbox live for 50 or 60 bucks for the year depending on you know what you can get it and and 120 for the for the game pass uh, i think you know you're your bigger concern would be how much uh, how much bandwidth you're using as you're downloading all of these games <laughs> that are available. Right. Um, more so, you know, more so than your ability to to, to play those games. Um, you know, there's there's so much out there that that you can actually uh, take take advantage of. Um, and you know, I, I wanna I wanna move on to uh, one of our stories, which uh, talking about taking advantage. Fortnite is really taking advantage of the of the momentum that they've seen to have been gaining um, all of this positive momentum, and they're they're stick, sticking in the news. They they're trying a bunch of different things. They've got a new mode called Blitz, the Blitz mode. Have you have you tried that out
1: yet, Reef? Uh, I have tried it for a little bit. You know, um, okay, I, I've been playing. Whoops, I just noticed I put something over your face in the video, which I did not mean to. I po- yeah, that's right. I apologize, C. Uh, yeah. It was not a a uh, glass of uh, liquid racism by uh, P- Pappy, uh, P- Pappy... Pappy... Pappy was...
0: Pappy Van Winkle be Pappy. his name. Ah.
1: Yo, that's totally a C of these pirate. I would not be surprised if <laughs> Pappy Van <Winkle laughs> as, like a skeleton. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been playing... Honestly, I've been playing a lot more Fortnite on iOS than I have on mm-hmm. the wow. PC. Um, just because, wow. you know, I'm... As I said before, I travel a lot for work, which is why I like to switch. It has has been great most of the time. When like I'm home, I don't know Fortnite and PUBG, they haven't become as obsessive for me as they have with a lot of like other gamers. So sure. I would much rather play you know other games. Um, but right. yeah, I mean Fortnite, I think, I think it's great. Um, I think that the uh, blitz mode is like good. Um, you know, I, I think in in general, it's good. I, I, I can't really take it much more than that for me personally, than right. just being a good fun game.
0: Right. Well, um, so when a game becomes popular, uh, and and a game starts to hit critical mass in the way that Fortnite it has been, uh, it it becomes fodder for the trolls. Yes. And and the and the trolls have come out in Fortnite. And what happens is sometimes you want to squad up, but you don't have a, a a squad to play with, so you just let the game match make you into a squad. And what happens when you do that, and you have the ability to shoot your teammates, teammates be getting shot. Um, yeah. So team shot. So yeah. So uh, Epic has decided to do something. The creators of Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite and Fortnite Battle Royale, uh, they have decided to remove friendly fire as a feature from Battle Royale because the trolls were out there trolling it up. Um,
1: yeah, what and, do you and, think- and, and, and like this, this yeah. like decision was made a while back, but like at like GDC, Epic was kind of talking about why they did it, um, right. and they basically said that yeah, like like they weighed you know positive versus negative impact in the game i mean the positive is you know not having friendly fire you know entices you to to be with your friends right um and it makes it a dangerous realistic kind of situation which some people like um right. but it turned out that it was negatively affecting the game because so many people were like complaining because in like a fortnight if your teammate dies you can pick up their items so like right. so your so like teammate might see you pick up like a shotgun and they want the shotgun, so they kill you and they get it, you know? Right. Um, and they basically said that, you know, they had one simple ideology and I'm quoting from the article here. It says, you know, if the overall reaction to turning off friendly fire, a big component of tactical shooters was negative, they would bring the uh, feature back. But if the response was positive that they would remove it once and for all. So I thought that that like that was cool, kind of like kind of like A-B right. kind of like testing that like you do on like a technical project. I mean, they basically said like, hey, like, you know, like we're going to let the users in the community like decide if this works or not, you know, um, yeah. and, and, and they found out that like, hey, that even if people shot you by accident, that it was still kind of a uh, negative feeling from the person that like got shot you know right Um, so i i thought that like it was like cool because a lot of times when you think about game design i think that a lot there's definitely a mode of like thought there that kind of like the devs know best and that they kind of make (laughs) a decision and then you just deal with it you know Um, i think that that's been a lot of criticism of like bungie on destiny 2 um, yeah. is, is that you know like their like sandbox team will, will like make a decision and you know the, like the vocal minority will, will like be like railing against it. Um, I like how um, Epic is like handling this though because even though I'm sure that, that there's people that are pissed off um, that like friendly fire is not in there anymore because it makes it less of a realistic kind of like tactical thing. Um, I right. think that you're never gonna make everybody happy. You know, and you kind of got to go with what's going to have the, you know, the uh, best result for the best number of a people. I forgot the name of that principle. That's some kind of, like, like the greatest result for the greatest number of people. Um, right. Well, but um, yeah. So so yeah. The needs
0: of the many are greater than the needs of the few, arr. or the one um,
1: are yeah. greater than. <laughs> um, yeah. So so <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I I, I think uh, Bravo to um epic on this and and like i just love how like conferences like gdc that the devs feel comfortable enough to like i uh, reveal these i like, right. kind of probably really hard choices that they had to make you yeah. know in the boardrooms about what they were taking out and why and how they were going right. to justify it t- to their player base
0: well uh, you know and and on top of that uh i think it was a i think it was a great decision i think it was a good move um and you know for those people that are are crying about realism in in this game you know like it's Fortnite, uh, you know, it, it's it, the, the game is a game that features cartoony characters that are, you know, like overtly and overly muscled, uh, jumping around, making fucking stairs, wooden stairs out of thin air. And you're going to complain about realism in the game. Like if you want realism, there is another Battle Royale game out there that will give you all of the realism that you want it's it's more realistic looking um the you know the tension the tension's about the same but because you don't have the ability when you are being attacked to just create out of thin air your own border or defense shield um it, it really creates you know PUBG allows you to have that realism and in PUBG you have friendly fire so if that's what you want, then go play that game and and allow Fortnite to just be what it is. And and if they decide to change what it is a little to allow the game to be less toxic and be more fun, let them do that as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, I, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. See I mean, if also
1: has friendly fire, as I've found out by, yes. by uh, yes. slicing Godfrey <laughs> up by mistake. Uh, nice. When I, was going I wonder what
0: happens when I stab
1: you. Stab, stab. Yeah, I carved him up pretty
0: good. <laughs> um, yeah. Back. So, uh, and to to see if these see if these is fun. When you kill someone, uh, they wind up on the ship of the dead. The ship of the dead. And uh, it's it's very ethereal. That's and awesome. you, you're sitting around. Right. You're sitting around. And while you're in. While you're on the ship of the dead, if there are other players that are dead that are around you that may not have been part of your crew, you can talk to them and see what's going on and oh, you know, talk I shit. Know and yeah. 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 It's it's great. It's great. Uh uh
1: Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I've I've only been on there with with the person that was in my game. Like, oh, okay. I okay not know that there could be other people. That's pretty cool.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's proximity chat. I mean, there's, there are a lot of great things about that game. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I know that I've like, I've, I've seen several less than, uh, less than positive think pieces and, or slash reviews about that game. But I think, um, I think those people are wrong. Um, I think the game is fun. And uh, I think that they are, you know, people are, are, man, you know, fucking people are out there. They're trying to get their hot takes and, you know, they, they're they hot taking it. And, and that's, I think that's the wrong tack to take with this game, especially, especially since the way that you can, you know, the way that you can get this game is basically in in ten dollar a month increments.
1: Dude, uh, I loved how we turned a Fortnite yeah. story back to Sea of Thieves. It, back to back to <laughs> Sea of Thieves. You know, I mean fuck it.
0: Why not? Why not? Um, you know, well look, Fortnite, Fortnite is third person. Sea of Thieves is first person. Let's get our first person on. Um, and speaking of speaking of first person, um, you know, the the People in the government, people that just don't understand, are trying to, again, uh, what, what do they call that? Either gaslighting or whistleblowing or or uh, dog dog whistling. Yeah. That's what it is. Dog whistling. the the Blowing the dog whistle hard body for video games being the reason that Mickey Fickies want to go and shoot up your schools. Um, and, you know. Look, everybody. Uh, schools have been shot up before video games existed. And they'll be shoot- shot up after video games, after everyone that is an elected official has grown up and been playing video games. Yes, yeah, so long true. As, yeah, as long as we have these whack-ass, lackadaisical gun laws... Where you know where are everyone's worried that uh, you know as long as motherfuckers want to be John McClane like everybody believes that they're out there yippee ki yay motherfuckers like that's they're the ones that are gonna save everybody we're we're gonna have these types of things um, you know uh, so uh, there was there was an article. In, in Polygon by John Phipps about, you know, Vitek and Columbine and, and everything else. Uh, Reef, you know more about the story. Why don't you kind of go into it and talk about sure. uh, what was being said and and why people are full of shit?
1: <laughs> well, like, the why people are full of shit could be a separate show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious that there's been a lot of, you um, facts and research and all this that says that video games do not cause violence, that video games are not responsible for people that commit these murders, that video games cannot make you a better shooter, you know. Um, But I thought that this was a great article that really, in excruciating detail from, like, a former, like, Marine that has fought, you know, in the theater of war um, in, like, a Fallujah... Um, shot m16 shot all kinds of guns in afghanistan um shot you know with the intent to kill people um you know this is somebody that's very very experienced with like guns in war and he gives a very very detailed way about how video games in no way make you any kind of better shooter at all at all right right um and so so like he like talks about like the weight of an actual gun, like how you have to adjust for you know, for like weather and your own sweaty grip and sort of the emotional right. impact that you have from like uh, firing, gun jams, all that kind of stuff, you know. But right. but but I thought that the that the most inter- interesting part of the article, which was something that I didn't know, was that there was. um this, uh, this 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 uh, guy Jeremy Balanson, um, that wrote this opinion piece that like basically said guns and games shouldn't have the mechanics of real ones. You shouldn't hold a realistically weighted gun shaped object and pull a trigger in virtual reality. Instead, to operate a virtual gun, you should flick your wrist or bend your elbow. So. His argument was that if, if, like, you're in VR and you're, like, holding, you know, like, an Oculus or, like, a Vive controller and you're pressing, a, right. like, a trigger, that that's too close, that, like, that's, like, a realistically weighted gun-shaped object. And he's basically like, yo, find me a peripheral that feels like an M16, <laughs> you know, like right. a 10-pound like gun. That, that's, right. like, even weighted down even more with, like, the scopes and, you know, and, like, muzzles and, like, and like right. all, all like, of that stuff. Laser sights and
0: everything else, right. That,
1: like, same guy, J- J- Jeremy, also, also said, let's change the physics of, like, uh, bullets. He, like, basically said, let's make all VR bullets travel with a slight curve so that you have to be like, pointing away from a target to actually hit it. In that, like in that movie with Angelina Jolie. Oh, like like the like the movie with a common in it where he was curving the bullets. Yeah, the fuck yeah. Was the name of that movie. Um, uh, shit, I forgot. Help us out in the movie, track. But, uh, I think it was Wanted. Was it Wanted? Wanted. Yeah, Wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah with Morgan Freeman. I know. I I believe he cursed. Uh, I believe he actually dropped some f bombs in that movie in in his Morgan Freeman voice. Um, yes, he did. But um yeah, like like this like kind of ridiculous kind of commentary, it basically said like, hey, people are learning how to shoot from playing VR games, so let's make it so that so that they have to point away. That way when these video gamers go on their school shooting sprees, they'll be shooting away from targets. Like, what? What? Right. Like I can't believe someone with a brain actually wrote this shit. Like that's like something I feel like a six year old would, like, come up with and like i'm not trying to be harsh on this dude jeremy but i'm trying to be fucking harsh on this idiot jeremy right like what the fuck kind of shit is that i mean well again it is it is it is the
0: easy it's the low you know it's the low-hanging fruit boogeyman that allows people to continue this there is this this ridiculous obsession with firearms in, in our, our society. And I say this as, as a person who owns guns, um, that, that like we believe that we're the ones that are going to protect people. You know, like I'm, you know, I'm not security of the first world, Craig. Like, I'm, you know, I can't, I can't go out there and protect everybody. Like I'm not, I'm not even trying to protect myself with a gun. Like, I mean, that shit is crazy but that's what we believe that's what we as a country believe and we use we use this false argument of the second amendment when uh uh like oh yeah because back in 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 the late 18th century we were afraid that maybe the government would become tyrannical like the monarchy that we left so the states had the ability to form these militias that would allow common people to to rise up against the government to keep them from uh you know enforcing tyrannical rule am, amongst the colonies yeah. that that yeah, in which, some way which, which, that's which was also to in that. an
1: environment where the british empire was like forcing british soldiers in your house to live there like you had right. to, like right. it was a whole different situation <laughs> Why right, they wanted right. people to be armed, but I don't, well, we right. we can't make this a Second Amendment show. That's gonna go completely right. off the rails. Um, but, right. but 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 um, yeah, just just like the connections that these people are trying to make to yeah. all of us that grew up playing Doom and Quake and Wolfenstein and Unreal and then you know how that evolved to the call of duties and battlefields and all that stuff right you know right. overwatch league like are all these people right. going to be like fucking mass murders like like i yeah. if, if if you put a gun in the hand of the top overwatch player do you think that like he's going to be like doing these high scores right. at like a gun shop like get out of here
0: yeah well the first i do the combat role and then i say it's high noon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's- and, and then, yeah, and then I just shoot motherfuckers. I just like, I roll into the school. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah
1: so, 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 it's so, so yeah. I, I, I just like this, like, article, which is, like, basically called yeah. um, Ignore the Panic Video Games Are Not Training Shooters, because I feel like it's, like, the first one that I've seen where, like, somebody with extensive gun and military experience has really broken down how ridiculous. The idea is, like, you know, as he said at the uh, end, we need to worry way more about, like, AR-15s and be, right. being able to go into a store and buy one when you're under 21, um, right. as opposed to, like, people playing, you know, Call of Duty, Black Ops, right. I. Right. <laughs> well, and
0: and the the whole this whole VR argument that's the new straw man is because uh VR is uh the VR technology is advanced so far that it it feels realistic at this point um that they feel like oh this is this is training, you know, this is training the mass murderer of the future, which again is 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 more bullshit, but what isn't bullshit in VR is the fact that the Oculus Go has finally, I don't know if it's officially been released, but people have them and they are using them and reviews are out. Um, Reef, as a an early adopter of the Oculus,
1: of the commercial kit, did you have a dev kit? Uh, I did not own one, but I used it at CES right. for basically about two or three years, like before the commercial one came out.
0: Right. So, uh, the, the standalone one, yeah. is, that's what it is. It's called the Oculus Go. So, and it is a go. It is out. It is available for $199.99 for under available? $200. I don't know
1: if it's available
0: yet. It's as the CSJR has said, it is a go. The Oculus go. Okay.
1: I I, is I, a go. I thought that this was just like the premiere of it. I don't think there's a release date for it yet. Um, but right. uh, but uh, yeah, i I mean, this is you know, this is where VR, you know, this is sort of the inevitable place. Inevitable place is going where like it's like wireless and it's you right. know a lot cheaper and it's you know it's great quality, like it's not gonna be obviously the same quality as the full out one, but most people don't need right. that. Right? right. Um they just want something that's cool and like awesome and you know and doesn't cost, you know, a uh, arm 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 and a leg. Right. Two hundred bucks is a great price. I think it looks like the look of it is like, you know, it's like pretty nice too. Um, it looks a lot less heavy than the original one. Um, as a owner of the full-out Oculus, I don't mind the mess of wires that it, that it is and your, and your tracking cameras and all that stuff, but clearly the average consumer is not going to want to set up all that shit. You know. Mm. Um, so I think that the fact that, that this supposedly will come with a controller as well um, I think it's just great, you know. Um, yeah. And obviously, with like uh, Facebook and like all their money that, that's like behind it, I just hope that every time that you use it, it's not sending data to like Russia or, or like some shit. You know, that's, yeah. That's well, small you know, people. listen,
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, the data's going everywhere. Your your data, you know, I got your data now. Uh, who's your data? Um, so uh, correction. Uh, as uh, Charles has pointed out, it is not available till May, uh, but it will be available at $199.99. Um, as a person who has had several iterations of the Oculus Gear VR for my Samsung handsets, um, I am, and have the latest one, I am super excited for uh, the Oculus Go. Uh, at 199 uh this is you know halfway between halfway between the price of the the oculus rift and uh also double the price of the gear VR uh I'm excited because what I'm what I'm basically getting is something as powerful as my phone that's dedicated just to VR and and that's exactly what I want. Like, I love my Gear VR. I love the experiences that I'm able to have with it. But I don't play it as much as I would like to because I've got to take my phone out of my case. I've got to make sure that my battery is charged. i got to put it all, you know, i got to put all the stuff together. And, you know, I want to share those experiences with my partner or with friends and family and stuff like that. But it, it, there's so much of a process that goes into just setting it up before I actually give it to them that it, you know, it, it almost it almost becomes like, uh, uh, you know, not worth not worth the endeavor. But if all I've got to do is pull out the the Oculus Go and just say, hey, put it on your head. Here's a here's a controller. Move the controller around. It's got a little touchpad and, and they can play and they can experience stuff. That's amazing. Plus, because I already have a Gear VR and, you know, I'm buying stuff within the Oculus store already, that means I can share those experiences or have multiplayer experiences um, because I've got two virtual reality headsets in my home at the same time, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, I'm, like, imagining, like, I know that, that, that like there's been some, like, early VR collaboration with the NBA and stuff, but just imagine with these kind of things that you could just have it Next to your TV, you're watching a game, and like they could say, "Hey, like right. if like you have a headset, put it on for like an exclusive look, you know, into the thing, and you just throw that joint on, right. and like you're like, right, you know, like uh, watching uh, Draymond Green like punch somebody in the stomach or something like that, you know, right, or right. 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 it's Draymond is gonna <laughs> kick somebody in the nuts, so you know, so um. so um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I just think that like that makes it, I can just imagine just like a movie being on or like a game on, and like you just you know it's it's like putting on like your 3D glasses at a movie theater you know yeah. right um,
0: right and, and and yeah i'm i am super duper excited for yeah, this uh, I, I, you
1: know i think i i will say that you know they they've pretty much confirmed that it won't have head tracking meaning you'll have to use your controller right. or your touchpad to actually move the way that you look which right. is a it's a, it's a sacrifice um, especially if you're used to traditional vr but I think right. that to get the price down, I think it's a good sacrifice. Like, you got to get rid of something. And I think that, especially for the new people that have an experience like like VR, I think that, like, they won't even notice. Like, it'll be so cool that, like, they'll just be like, this is awesome. You know? So I think that, well, that like, it was a good decision.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing, Reeve. So, like, you know, I have played I've played on, uh, on a Rift um, in stores and stuff like that but but most of my vr experiences have been on the gear vr so there's no head tracking on that either mm. um so this is again for me th- this is perfect yeah. because it's it's the same experience that i would have or a similar or actually even an upgraded experience that i would have on my gear vr in the same form factor Uh, and, and, you know, and just an upgraded experience for double the price done, I'm sold, I'm sold. And, you know, and again, we talked about this, we talked about this months ago when they, when they, uh, announced this, that, you know, early, early, early Stubnostication is that 12 months from now, 12, maybe 18 months from now, this will be half the price, uh, by, uh, definitely by, holiday season 2019 this the oculus go will be 99 and this will push vr into like we will start to be we will start to see the beginnings of the the world of ready player one of the of the oasis
1: well i I think it'll be a little longer than that but i do agree that we're heading that we're heading there absolutely um but yeah, I'm I'm super excited, man. Like I, you know, even though, you know, as, as I said, you know, I have my $7 Oculus setup. Um so I probably won't be dipping into this. Um, but right. I'm just excited that it gets more VR to more people, which is really what I care about, which I means that like devs are going to be like, "Hey, there's a lot of people with this headset. Let's start making some games," you know? So like right. I might right. you know, like um, there are some big companies like uh, Epic and stuff that have been making like a VR game, yeah. but you know, but like you haven't seen all of the major companies doing it. And I think that this is a right. good platform that could get into a lot of hands. It would be a great holiday gift as well. Um, yeah. f- you know, so like, yeah, I could definitely see like this spreading the love and um, just making VR m- more available.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, are you guys excited as we are about the Oculus go? If you want to tell us how you feel, just go to Twitter or email <laughs> or yes. any of those other places and uh and uh let us know. Um But as good as it was, uh play critically is like meh, all right. Well, you know, you could be an old fuddy duddy, play critically, it's all right. But you know, we'll play we'll play with you and some other stuff if you want to play with us and see a thieves uh, or something else, just you know find a cat. Um so all good things must be coming to an end <laughs> <And> <laughs> You are the best pirate. Uh thank you. I be pirating uh Sharif Jackson Ye be giving me the social media I'm editing business. all of your
1: pirate stuff out of the show, damn it. Uh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, spawn me. that's where you can find previous episodes of the show, our bios, contact information, all that good stuff. There, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at spawn on me as well. Um, if you're listening to the audio show, which releases every Tuesday, um, even though I know that our last show was like a little bit late, but it Generally releases on Tuesdays on like, you know, Google Play, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, you can also watch our live video on Thursdays, um, 730 Pacific, 1030 Eastern um, at twitch.tv slash spawn on me. Um, and if you want to go above and beyond what you support of the show, help us improve audio quality, video quality, all our travel, all that stuff to bring you the best information go to patreon.com slash spawn on me and, you know, give us a little bit of dollars, a little bit of dough. um, And uh, we can, you know, help, help make this uh, show um, and our community, the best that it can. Um, So, oh, and if you want to email us as well, I always forget about the email um, because no one emails, but Hey, if you want to be one of the first to email us in a while, (laughs) uh you can go to spawn on me podcast at gmail.com um maybe just like email us and like i just say hey here's an email It'll have nothing in it you know but that's still cool you know what i'm saying so um yeah so that is the ways that you can contact us um see close it out
0: i'll be closing it out (laughs)
1: uh so
0: (laughs) so uh yeah, so for the absent Khalif Adams, for the absent, but traveling, Tanya to Pass. For Sharif oh Jackson. <laughs> I be Cicero Holmes. We be the Spawn Podcast. This is this be episode two thirteen. And we be telling you Avass
1: <laughs> and Peace. I'll ask, everybody. Okay.